What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Sunday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Peralta, here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. And we're here for a Sunday. So really a mixed bag yesterday. Obviously, the 0-3 in the NFL is horrible. That just kind of washed anything out. Any possibility of us having a positive day got destroyed. I mean, I feel like I don't mean to cry over spilled milk here, but I feel I still feel like the Ravens were the right side to be on. And I still think the Ravens, you know, on that teaser, I mean, my gosh, we can't get a late touchdown for that teaser to come through. So the Peralt two team teaser falls to 14 and nine, which is not great. Got one more going today. Got one more NFL game to go today uh, to get into. But I mean, the Ravens had five drives inside the bills, 30 yard line on those drives. They scored three points, had two missed field goals. They allowed a 101-yard pick six, and they had one turnover on downs. I mean, that's just insane. Like, you can't handicap for that. Lamar Jackson just didn't play well. I mean, just did not play well. And that was before he got hurt and came out of the game with a concussion. Just didn't play well. And you can talk. I don't think it was the weather. I don't think it was. I think the Bills had a really good defensive scheme. And I think for whatever reason, Lamar Jackson looked very uncomfortable. He just did not look. He looked sped up and he looked nervous. And I think if you're a Ravens fan and you're looking at Lamar Jackson long term as the potential quarterback to win a championship for you, it might happen. But the same thing that knocked him coming out of college, the same thing that had him be a a late first round draft pick by the Ravens, and why he didn't go at the top of the draft. He's just not that accurate. And you can confuse him when it comes to coverages. And he is an unbelievable athlete who can do incredible things with the ball in his hand. But the problem is, if you get from behind, if you get down, you really struggle. Okay. And look, if Tucker hits both those field goals, he never misses. He hit two uprights. (laughs) Like, you know, you're done when you hit two uprights. But those six points... And, you know, we're live. We're, we're, we're right there with those points in terms of covering the teaser. We're, we're inside of eight and a half and we're there. So I think the teaser was the right play. I think the uh, and everyone played that teaser, by the way, that was like the most popular that just as I started to see how many people had that teaser, I was like, damn it. I knew I was in trouble because look, <laughs> You can't have too many public plays all hit. And I wasn't on the Green Bay Packers minus six and a half. Should have been. Green Bay Packers, that was a great win for them. And the Rams, you know, they could have covered that. But the Rams with Jared Goff, much like the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, you just have some limitations with the quarterback. And you just, when you get down, things get really kind of squirrely for you. And you don't have the explosive plays. you got to ride the defense. And I was shocked at how easily the Packers ran the football. Look, I'm sitting on that five to one future for the Packers to win the Super Bowl. And if they run the football like that, they can very well win it all. I mean, that is a monster key for them. It opens up everything, it opens up Tunyon, it opens up MVS, it opens up everything in their offense when they can run the ball like that. And they were really effective doing that. I couldn't believe the Rams. I thought the Rams defensive front was going to be able to stop it. And I was getting arguments with people before the game. They were like, Matt, you know, that defense has not faced, you know, great offenses. It's an inflated number. 
maybe, maybe it was Aaron Donald's injury. I, I don't know. That person that I was talking with was right. I mean, the, the, the defense was the problem. It wasn't so much the offense. I knew the offense wasn't going to be great, but it was the defense. And even though we still were right there with the potential to cover that seven point line and then things kind of got away from it late, but you know, it was, it was there. It was close. It was one or two plays that fumble re- recovery by, uh, by Aaron Rodgers. That was the play. Okay. If the Rams had recovered that, they didn't turn the ball over. I thought they would be right there. They needed one turnover, and that was it. The ball was on the ground, and Rodgers picked it up, and that was kind of it, unfortunately, for the podcast or, or for the plays in the podcast. So uh, we get the Max Holloway incredible victory. It was great. I had the over in that as well. So that was nice for me to have that. I also took. Uh, to Dorovich earlier in that fight, and he lost there. So I ended up having a one unit on the over. I had a half a unit on for, on Todorovich, uh, and then the one unit on Max Holloway. So from a UFC perspective, it, it was a two and one day for me. So it was up a little bit in the UFC, and then one and one Creighton University losing, Baylor winning. I mean, how the Jays got screwed. That's kind of the day started for me because the Creighton Blue Jays should have been given possession with about six seconds to go in a tie game with a chance to win it before it goes to overtime. And the referees didn't call a shot clock violation that everyone saw. I mean, like everyone saw the explanation. I never got the real explanation. It was that the ball may have hit the rim or they didn't know if it hit the, like it was a horrific call by the referees. And so in overtime, give Butler credit. I mean, I said it during the discord chat that in last night, I think I said it too on the podcast. Hinkle Fieldhouse for the Creighton Blue Jays is a house of horrors. They've had a really tough time there. And the Jays on the road were getting all the bounces. They got the bounces on the road at UConn, won it in overtime, got all the bounces on the road at Providence, won it on that dunk at the buzzer, right? So here they were again, right there with a chance to win the game. And that's why I thought it was potential for the Jays to get a, to blow them out. And they had a big lead. But the Jays have blown big leads on the road in the Big East now a couple different times. And you got to watch that when everyone's like, oh, I bet the Jays on minus eight. Here we go. They're up by, I think, 15 at one point. But they just stopped scoring. And I'm, I'm going to say this again. People get mad at me for saying this. But when it comes to the Creighton Blue Jays in the final four, if they got to run their offense through Mahoney or Jefferson, they're in trouble. Like, real big trouble. They're not a Final Four team. They don't have a killer. And you saw it in overtime. They don't have a killer. They don't have somebody where you say, give me the basketball and get out of the way. They just, it's it's frustrating that they don't have that type of person, but they just don't. I mean, that's just kind of the way they are. They just don't have that type of killer out there on the floor. So for that reason, I think you got to be careful with the Jays in some of these bigger games against Villanova and other really top-notch teams in the Big East. Uh, you know, that, that, that was a bummer. But Baylor, again, winning, covering. Baylor looked great. Liberty winning, covering. Uh, and then UNLV winning and covering as well. So, you know, a, a decent day in college basketball. So we'll come back with a couple of plays here for college basketball on Sunday. A couple of plays in the NFL. And then we'll have the prop bets going for you guys as well here today. So before we get to the plays, let me remind you guys about the giveaway we got coming up here for the Amari Cooper autographed 
Dal- uh, Dallas Cowboys jersey. Okay, so if you have already entered into a previous contest, you do not need to enter again. But a lot of you are new to the podcast. A lot of you are new to the Discord chat. But if you want to win an autographed Amari Cooper Dallas Cowboys jersey, we're going to give it away at the end of the month. How you win is easy. You go and enter uh, a review on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. I think we are at 600 reviews now, so that's incredible. We're at 600 reviews, but you review it, screenshot it, and then go to Daily Juice. Sorry, go to bettingpros.com slash juice. Bettingpros.com slash juice. Enter into where the form says, drop the screenshot picture in. You do it. Fill out the email address and contact information, and you're in. That's it. That's it. And if you also follow in our a subscriber to the YouTube channel, you will win fifty bucks in uh, a fifty buck gift card to Pristine Auctions. If you are also a subscriber to the YouTube channel, so make sure you're doing that. Most of you guys are, but if you're not watching the live streams, we're going to be back at it here on Sunday morning at eleven o'clock with picks and plays. We went one and four on the props yesterday. Lamar Jackson, brutal, right? That hurt. That injury to him. I had him anytime touchdown. No. I mean, the Ravens didn't score. Uh, Singletary was held. I mean, they didn't. They ran the ball once. The Bills in the first half, once. <laughs> like, excuse me, once. All they did was once. Uh, and then Lamar Jackson, his rushing props do not hit. He was on pace to get there, but then he got hurt before the fourth quarter. So that kind of stunk. Uh, we did get get one of those prop bets right yesterday, and, and we'll do it again with the graphics package. You guys really, really like the graphics. I like the graphics too. They were pretty cool uh, to have. Uh, not just my little whiteboard that I was holding up. Uh, the guys at Betting Pros were like, yeah, we need to rectify that. Uh, but we had the Cam Akers over 70 and a half yards rushing yesterday. That did hit, which was cool. Okay, let's talk about two NFL plays, and then we'll get to a college basketball, uh, to two college basketball plays for you with a half a unit going on each. Let's start with the, uh, with the uh, Browns and the KC Chiefs. I have no idea in this game. None. Okay. I have some prop bets. We'll talk about on the live stream during this game, but this is a prop bet game for me. I can make cases for both. I can, I can make a case for the Browns to keep the game close. I can make a case for the chiefs to go ahead and route. My gut tells me Casey minus 10. All right. That's what I Casey to win by 14 plus that they're going to destroy the Browns. But I have been burned so many times that I'm going to kind of have a stress free game one and just bet props and kick my heels up a little bit. Now, I do have a teaser in this. The line dipped to nine and a half here in Vegas. It may be nine by the time you get this podcast, but I'm teasing the Chiefs down. Okay, so I got the Chiefs down to minus three and a half. Okay, minus three and a half for the Chiefs. The other leg of that teaser is not teasing the Buccaneers up. Okay, talk about that game from a side here in a second, but I'm going to take the total here in that game at 52. I'm going to pull it down and I'm going to bet the over. I think the Saints and the Bucks are going to be, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. All right. I think we're going to see points on both sides. I don't like really either defense all that much. I think there's problems in both. I think there's great players in both. There's great quarterbacks in both. I think this sets up for offense, offense, offense. So the Peralta two team teaser, which hopefully we can get to our 15th win here today for one unit at minus 125, we're going to take the KC Chiefs down to three and a half. 
and we're going to take the total of the Saints and the Bucks six point teaser and pull it down to 46 and bet the over. Okay, so that is my two team teaser for the first play. The second play, I've spent a ton of time here breaking this down, and I'll just go quickly here as to why I like the Saints minus three. I don't need to buy it. It's already at three. You just take the Saints minus three. I don't buy into this idea that you can't beat a team three times if you're the better team. I think the Saints are the better team. The Saints know how to stop Tom Brady. It's pressure. It's playing coverage. It's making him uncomfortable, and it's stopping the run. Ronald Jones, game-time decision. I don't believe Leonard Fournette's going to run the ball a ton against this defense, and I think the Saints at home just play differently. They're just so tough to beat at home, and I just think the Saints have Tom Brady's number. I know it's Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. I just don't think this this is where the run ends. This is how I predicted it from way back in September when the year began. thought they'd win 10, 11 games. They'd win a playoff game, and then they'd run into the Saints and they would lose. So I'm just going to stick with the narrative that I've had all the way back in September. And I picked the Saints to win the NFC. I am not thinking that now because I bet the Packers to win it all at five to one. So, uh, but Packers, Saints, I think the Saints on the road at Lambeau, no, that's not happening. I think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. On the other side, look, the Bills, I need the Bills to beat. <laughs> <laughs> to beat the Chiefs, because I do think the Chiefs are going to beat the Browns. I need the Bills to beat the Chiefs because I need this whole dynasty KC nonsense to stop. And losing to the Bills would stop that in its tracks. This whole idea that Patrick Mahomes is going to win five rings, six rings, and like he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I, I think KC wins at home, but Buffalo's got the talent to potentially do it. So I actually will be pulling for the Buffalo Bills to beat the KC Chiefs and then the Green Bay Packers to beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. And you know what Buffalo does in the Super Bowl? They lose. So (laughs) in my lifetime, that's all that I've ever seen are the Bills in the Super Bowl as losers. So why would it stop now? I'm only 43. Got a lot of life left. So we'll go there. So uh, Bills Mafia, I got one guy offering to take me to a game next year. (laughs) I look, you guys seem like a ton of fun. I really do. Josh Allen played okay. He didn't play great. All right. You didn't win that game because of Josh Allen. Just FYI. You won that game game because of your defense and you won that game because Lamar Jackson didn't play well. All right. That's why you won that game. It's more on Lamar Jackson, less on Josh Allen. He played well enough to win, but a lot of overthrows, a lot of craziness, uh, you know, fumbling the football and being lucky to recover it. There were some bounces there, some breaks there that went Josh Allen's way. So for all you guys were like, I told you Josh Allen was great. Nah, nah. All right. Okay. Go beat the Bills. Sorry. Go beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. And then I'll make kind of come around and say, okay, I was wrong. I don't think Josh Allen can do that, but it'd be great if, if, if he could do that. So those are the football plays Two team teaser or two side teaser Chiefs minus three and a half over 46 for the Bucks and the Saints. And we're taking the Saints minus three for football. All right, two plays for college basketball, both of them being a half a unit. And we're going to go back to Nevada and we're going to talk a bit about Iowa. So Nevada is at home against Fresno here. It's a four o'clock start on the West Coast. It's a seven o'clock start on the East Coast on Sunday night. So Fresno State, three and four against the number. They have not looked great 
in their games against anybody of quality. They lost to Colorado State in both those matchups by 22 points. Both games they played on the road the last time they were on the road, and they lost to by 16 to Nevada coming up two days ago in the first matchup. Now, Nevada is 10-3 to the number, okay? I thought about doing a Moneyline parlay with Nevada and Iowa together. It's minus 190. I'll probably do that personally, but I'm not going to do that officially for the podcast, but I'll probably have that going tomorrow because I just, we got burned with the Creighton deal. So I, I'm kind of sensitive to the, to the, it's one of the things about when you're keeping track of scores, when you're, when you're keeping track of, uh, of your record, like you, you want to protect it a little bit. So like I play a lot more than what I just, what I give out. I, I give you guys my, my favorite plays. So like, I'm a little gun shy because of what happened with the Jays on the road. So like a part of me is like, what happens if Northwestern pulls the shocker of shockers and then we're out of full unit. So like, I'm a little bit, you know, gun shy, if you will, but the line's only seven and a half. So it's Nevada minus seven and a half. The line was five and a half in the first matchup. It turned out to be an absolute destruction by 16. So I'm going to go with it again. And, uh, have that opportunity to go with Nevada my seven and a half. So half a unit on Nevada, 10 and three against the number. They've been outstanding. They've covered five straight games. They've covered seven of the last eight. They've been rolling and playing really well. And Fresno's garbage. So we're going Nevada half a unit minus seven and a half at home. And we're taking the other half a unit. And we're going to go to the Iowa Hawkeyes who take or taking on a Northwestern team that somehow they led at half over Illinois. I have no idea how that happened, but they had a lead at half at home against Illinois. And then one of the most insane things happened in the second half of that game against Illinois. I have never seen a collapse like I saw from Northwestern against Illinois. It was insanity. That was the last time they were at home. They were up by 15 points at the break and they lost by 25. That is hard to do. Okay. And there were six and a half point dogs in that and they lost by 25. Northwestern has lost by 15 to Iowa on the road, 19 on the road at Michigan, 25 at home to Illinois, and 10 to Ohio State. Four straight losses, all by double digits. Iowa minus nine. The Hawkeyes against the number are nine and four. They beat Minnesota by 15 last time out. They beat Maryland by 22 last time out. They've covered three of the last four games. It's a big number, but I don't think Northwestern has the athletes or the offensive firepower to handle handle Iowa or to keep up with Iowa. I like the Hawkeyes big. I thought about the under because I don't think Northwestern can score, but I just didn't forget it. We'll just take North, we'll just take Iowa and lay the points. Iowa minus nine here today for a half a unit. So to recap our plays, we'll have the prop bets going on the live stream, obviously. So that will be another whole unit in play as well with four bets for prop bets at a quarter unit when unfortunately one in three yesterday, but hopefully we have a bounce back spot with that. But we got that coming up on the YouTube channel, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time on our YouTube channel for betting pros. Saints minus three. Teaser taking the total bucks and the saints down to 46, taking the over and we are taking the chiefs down to three and a half and we're taking Kansas city for minus minus one twenty-five for one unit. So one unit on the saints, one unit on the teaser and then Nevada minus seven and a half and Iowa minus nine for the other one full unit and one unit on prop bets going. Let's hope for a better Sunday. The sun always comes up. 
We're always having fun. We're hanging out. It's been highly entertaining in the Discord chat. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun talking about picks and plays and whatnot. And if I ever add anything, I'll jump it in there and dump it in there as well. Make sure you enter to win the autographed Amari Cooper Dallas Cowboys jersey. Very cool stuff with that. I'll talk to you in the live stream at 11 a.m. here this morning, Eastern Time. And we're back every morning for the Daily Juice podcast brought to you by BetMGM off bettingpros.com.